Welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends and partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and retreat man, Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we have a lot to talk about, including Ron's uh, star turn uh, on the main stage at Normal Pastors. So we're going to take a deep dive into that conference, uh, kind of take you behind the scenes, as it were, uh, in terms of what it's like to be a uh, a legitimate big-time conference speaker. So we're going to get the, the the full star treatment from Ronald. Looking forward to that. But before we get into a pipe, uh, I want you to do what you do best, which is promo products. And uh, we got a, a couple of things we're excited to talk about today. Yeah, so we've got two sponsors for this episode, both of which are ones that we we really dig. The first is a new one, and uh, it is a company called For the King Trading Company. So it's, it's a leather goods company, which longtime listeners will know that we, we have a great affinity for leather goods. So the website is ForTheKingTradingCo.com. Um, I think Ronnie and I both got leather portfolios from them, and then Ted, you got a wallet, right? Dude, I got the wallet, and it is sick. I love it. Absolutely love the wallet. Lots of space. Uh, very comfortable. Plenty of room for for all the cachiche that comes rolling in with our, our Happy Rant sponsorships. So, uh, yeah, tip of the cap to that guy, man. Really nice work. I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah, he does really good work. The uh, the portfolio that I have is sort of a distressed brown one. It looks really nice. Super, it's super uh, like heavy duty, sturdy. It's not like a little flimsy thing. But he, so for for listeners, he also does wallets, purses, briefcases, and then now he's gotten into Bible rebinding. So if you have like a an Whoa. heirloom Bible that the cover is just falling apart, it was handed down to you by your granddad or your dad or whatever, he will actually do rebinding on that. Um, his name is Brock Childers, and he's a pastor in Louisiana. So he started this just to do some stuff for himself. And then he started to post it on social media. The business kind of took off. So it's it's really just kind of a one-man show doing this. Uh, his work is awesome. Check it out. So if you're looking for nice stuff for yourself, to get a Bible rebound, a gift for somebody, check out ForTheKingTradingCo.com. All three of us can attest that the, uh, the goods themselves are pretty money. They're nice. Uh, I have the portfolio right next to me. I was taking notes in it at a at a meeting earlier, so it, nice it works for the exact yeah. purpose it was made. Beautiful. I feel like Brock Childers is a good name for a leather guy. It is. It's also a good name for like uh, a fictional, if he was in a like, fictional quarterback or something. Dude, a fictional quarterback, or I was going to say if he was in like the TV show Bonanza from like the 60s and 70s, <laughs> like I, I could see Brock Childers being a cousin. Like he gets in a lot of bar fights and you know, does, does so a lot the of guy that played Hoss, work. right? Brock Childers. Yeah, exactly. Hoss See, Cartwright. Okay, I would have I would have gone with a more dashingly handsome guy than Hoss. So like the guy, yeah. like he could have been he could have been Adam, except that his name is Brock. Like he was sort of a lookalike uh, to go for the uh, the Bonanza reference. You know, I, th- I think Hoss is handsome in a in a rugged way, but you yeah. know, we don't have to get too deep into the weeds no, of, that's of right. who's we, good looking we, on, we never, on Bonanza. We never hesitate <laughs> to talk about handsome men on this podcast. So people I mean there was really it. one handsome man on on, on uh, Bonanza and that obviously was uh, you know Charles Ingalls. We oh just, dude, Chuck. Can we just Chucky. Can we just we can all land on that one and be good. Are you kidding Charles, me? I mean his curly mop of hair it was absolutely yeah, he, boyish he did, charm. He did have a, a lustrous head of hair, didn't he? Oh, no beard though, which is which is an odd an odd turn. No man, uh, yeah, Charles Ingalls was not a beard guy. I think he I think he originally like the real Charles. I the real Charles was like definitely yeah, from a the beard. 1800s, guy. The 1800s, the yeah. 1800s Charles, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of wow. clean shaven people in 1950s and 60s cowboy shows. I feel like that that probably wasn't the case back in the 1800s. Exactly. It was a Hollywood trend. That's why they were clean. Yeah. 
stinking Hollywood. They never get anything right. Uh, well, let me hit our second sponsor real quick before we get into how much Hollywood stinks and some other very important topics. Uh, Dwell Bible app is sponsoring the show again. So if you are new to the show, they have been a longtime uh, sponsor and partner. It is an audio Bible app. Uh, I have found it really helpful for getting ready to teach and lead Bible studies, just being able to kind of listen to a text on repeat to kind of massage it into my brain a little bit, familiarize myself with it. Uh, they have some really cool different features, different narrators. They have a whole Bible listening plan. So you can like listen to the Bible in a year. So if you're somebody who has a lot of commuting to do, you're in the car a lot, you're picking up kids from school, whatever it is, you can use that time to be in the word using dwell. If you go to dwellapp.io slash happy rant 33, I realize that's a mouthful dwellapp.io slash happy rant 33. They're offering a 33% discount off of their subscription rate, uh, which is already really affordable. So it takes it from about three bucks a month down to about two bucks a month. Um, and so you'll have full access to all their features. Check it out. Uh, we love it. It's, um, we're going to be doing some different reading for them. Ted has already turned his in. He's ahead of the game. I have not. I don't think Ronnie has, but I shouldn't speak for him. So different, different, uh, some scripture passages as well as maybe some just readings of things that we enjoy as well. So that'll be worked into a future promotion as well. So if you want to hear it, you've got to get on Dwell. So go to dwellapp.io slash happyrant33 and check that out. I love it, Piper. Nicely done. Now, I, I know you are eager to get into this next topic, as I am. And uh, we have in our midst just a normal pastor, okay? Just a regular workaday schlub, just a lunch pail guy. And to be clear, it's Punching not me. Clock. I'm just a director. No, 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 no. Gosh, let's no. make sure we have to make sure we keep that settled. Yeah, there's there's only one normal pastor on this uh, on the, on this panel. And uh, boys, uh, retreat man, our, our very own normal pastor, man of the cloth, uh, Ronald J. Martin, is, is fresh off uh, his first plenary sesh, man, his first main stage gig. Um, we are very proud as a company, Piper. I know that it, it's sort of like watching your kid take like his or her first steps, you know, um, <laughs> and, you're, and you're there with the like 1980s camcorder, you know, the big huge thing in your shoulder and you're just... Uh, just rolling the tape and uh, it's cool to do it at like 65 years old too. It's, it's a great (laughs) accomplishment. It's yeah. It's just swelling up with pride, you know, just swelling up with pride. So Ron, I want you to, uh, walk us through normal pastors, what that looked like. I have some specifics and I know pipe you do too. So, um, I want to know like what the, what the pampering level was. Did you feel adequately pampered? Was there a nice green room? I want to know the vibe in the green room, like who the other main stagers were and if you felt comfortable, like if you felt, um, you know, like you belonged there. You know what I mean? It's sort of like getting a like a September call up in the, in the major leagues and uh, like you, you're you're there, but you're kind of the new guy. So uh, walk us through the green room and the pampering, baby. Yeah, baby, that's a that's a good question. And I never thought of it as being the new guy. But indeed, I think I was the new guy because everybody else had been there before. So, yeah, I think I think I was the newbie for yeah. sure. I, I mean, think about that till right now. It's it's changing the way I'm thinking about this. Well, absolutely. And you got to yeah. I mean, you got to spend a lot of time really I'm reassessing. You got to reassess. I mean, I, I hope I'm, you're taking another retreat to just kind of. Well, know, I might have to because now, yeah. now I'm thinking if my treatment was a little less or if it was more of like a, if I was experiencing some like like Christian hazing things that I, I didn't realize I was experiencing. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Baby, I don't know. no, I want you to I want you to name names a little bit here. OK, because I want to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to walk you through a few of these, but I want to know who the most like nonchalant guy is. You know, the guy that walks in and just kind of sniffs and is like, 
you know, I'm the road warrior. I do, I do all these conferences, you know, I'm, I'm very used to being on the main stage. Who was the, okay, who was well, the most kind of can, can like, I, dismissive can, guy? If you list the speakers for us, let us guess who that person is. That's what, oh, there we go. I want there to, we go. so, so we'll get the full rundown of speakers and then we can guess who the most, uh, the road warrior nonchalant yeah. guy is. Okay, yeah. so we had uh, obviously we had we had Jared C. Uh huh. We had Jared C.'s pastor Nathan Rose, younger guy. Yeah. Um, yeah we had um, Pipe. You're gonna have to help me with his name. It's John, and John his last Onwuchekwa? name starts with O. There you go. TGC council member. I think has written a book for Nine Marks. Um, and then we had a guy named Juan Kwok out of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then of course we had. Uh, we had none other than uh, Thorny Joe Thorn, Thorny, and uh, and then myself, and uh, that was I I think that was everybody. It was it's it's six guys, it's only plenaries. There's no uh, no breakouts, no workshops. Yeah. So yeah, so there's the lineup. So you can imagine who the weary road mm-hmm. warrior may have been. I, I, I have a guess, but I don't, I don't think it's a big first. stretch either. It's not a big stretch. I want you to go first, Pipe. So in terms of in terms of weary road warrior, it was most definitely Jared. Uh, that's my, that's my guess. However, however, I can almost picture in my mind, Joe Thorne strutting in there like he owns the place and, uh, <laughs> possibly being a bit demanding about things as well. Interesting. That's, that's my, Thorny that's was going to be picture. my guess for the, like Thorny, you know, this is a, this is a movie reference. So you'll get this too, Ron, even though it's a sports movie. Thorny's like Crash Davis in Bull Durham in that he's been like a career, <laughs> A career AAA guy, and this is really a AAA conference. If we're being honest with ourselves, this isn't like the big leagues. I'm so. pretty sure it's like the independent leagues. Yeah, this, yeah, exactly. This is like the St. Paul Saints. It is. It's more. It's the indie rock of conferences for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Thorny's been doing this minor league circuit for years, but he's sort of the. Do you remember in high school where there was like a group of nerds, and I'm not talking like cool Weezer nerds. I'm talking actual nerds, but there's always like a king of that group. I, I feel like Thorny is that guy at this conference. You yeah, know what I Thorny's mean? Thorny's that guy who grew a beard later, started listening to like black Norwegian metal, and then somehow yeah. formed his identity around that, going yep. to Southern, getting his MDiv, becoming a pastor and church planner. Dude, and, now how and now how, he just how has sixteen eighty nine tattooed like forty four places on his body. Dude, literally, I think I think when I I think when I 16, shook his hand, one thousand six hundred eighty nine places on his. Body. I think when I shook his hand, and said, "Hey, what's up, Thorny?" And I I literally referred to him as Thorny right when I shook his hand for the first time. I said, "Thorny," and he went, "Hey, sixteen eighty nine." Are you serious? I'm kidding. That's but so funny. Felt, but it felt like that. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like that came into the convo like at least the third or Dude, fourth. Dude, now sentence. was there was there a sense of like measuring each other up kind of kind of like uh did thorny feel threatened by you down so what happened was before before the opening night um we met at this restaurant and we had this back like room reserved right mm. so because so very because godfather big, i love it it's just totally godfather and because i'm big yeah. R, I show up fashionably late i don't get there before everybody i get there after everybody yeah. and uh and i walk in and everybody's sitting there right so I walk in and um, Jared C gives a big like Ronnie, and then the first guy to stand up was Thorny. But okay. you couldn't tell he was standing up. <laughs> hey No comment. So Thorny turns and he's super warm, and I, I think I think the reason was because he had his like ten year old daughter with him on the trip. Oh, so I think you want to set a good example for her. Yeah, I think I was yeah. seeing I think I was seeing a little bit of a different verge of uh, of our boy Thorn. Sure. So, 
I think uh, that was part of it. So, he's, so Thorne is not actually, an unwarm person in general. He was just super, to be clear. Cool, super cool, super cool. And then I kind of put on all of my big R treatment with everybody around the room because I'm, you know, the table it was a little quiet when I walked in there. Just being honest, and um, dude, so, and now you're pumped, man. I mean, you're flying high because this is your first one, and it's like, yeah. Well, I'm feeling a little you know. because I know they don't know me, and I, you know, and I don't really know them except for Jared C. And you know, kind Did of. Do you feel thing. like you had to show out at the dinner and kind of put on a show, like be a little, like even more clever than normal and all I that mean, stuff? I guess, or? except so, like I get in there and everybody has their quadruple like craft burgers and beers already sitting on the table, and then here comes the waiter like bringing my like my like half chicken salad out. So like they're looking at me like, oh, you got that guy? Oh, that you didn't go, guy. you didn't go He's burger, not. baby. Are you still dieting? No, of course not. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I hold 30. It's a lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my lifestyle, you know? But um, it's my lifestyle. Boys. That was said with just enough smug pretension to sound perfect. Well done. It's my lifestyle. <laughs> wait, wait which, which guy, me or him? Oh, him. Oh, it's, yeah, the, it's yeah. the lifestyle comment. It's my lifestyle. Oh, okay. Thanks. Now I feel, I feel judged even though you said nothing judgy. That was well done. Boys, yeah. what I'm yeah, saying is I don't know how these boys Subtext, your lifestyle is gluttony. You know? I don't know how these boys related to me when the club soda and the salad was delivered to the table. Judas. That's all you know, How do they relate to their wives? It's it's a lot like eating with her, probably. <laughs> you know? Correct. Correct. So, baby, so here's what happened. So the green room, on the other hand, was kind of tricked out. I was surprised. I made my demands. I said I wanted a certain kind of M&M, a certain kind of Werther's candy, and a certain yeah. kind of hard fruity candy. And um, everything was denied except for the Werther's. And there you go. Um, so, so the whole thing started off a little off. Oh, you know, it was sorry. a little off. Dude, that's hard. Level. That's, it was that's hard. Tough. They that's, did that's not very, read the writer very carefully. It was hard. That's very AAA, though. I mean, the clubhouses aren't aren't that nice. You know, I mean, you got some some challenges, some things that to overcome. which Jared C came up to me and said, um, "By the way, we got your writer, and I know we're missing a few things." I said, "A few things, Jared C." Yeah. I said, "How Dude, about no. all the things?" You we know. we kind of we we joke around about writers, but like of all the guys in the room and all the guys on that roster pipe, which one of those guys is most likely to actually have a writer? You know what I mean? Like uh, we're ha haing about it, but uh, Ronnie, a hundred percent. And Dude, really, in real life, compared to those other, so here's the thing: Joe will not have a writer. He'll just show up and whine about stuff that is not the way he wanted it to be, even though he didn't tell right. them how he wanted it to be. Yeah, uh, Jared is more likely to roll in and just sort of go with whatever. I don't yeah. know Juan at all, and uh, John always super chill, and he'll just be like, "Cool, whatever." So Ronnie is the type to be on the ball to be like, "Well, if I have expectations, I should communicate these," and it would be a form of writer. So that's not a shot at him. It's not like he's the diva. He's just the one who will yeah. communicate his expectations. Dude, it always kills me when guys like show up with riders at these like single a conferences you know like like <laughs> like the kind of fundraisers that my kid's school hosts you know every once in a while these guys will drop like legit riders and it's just i like, mean if they ask for if they ask so i get this email that asks for it and so i just wrote out this really funny thing not uh -huh. thinking they were gonna you know not thinking anything yeah and then the guy wrote me back like ignoring everything i said and i was like oh shoot should I have told him that I was totally joking with all? Dude, my with Christians, you gotta, you gotta. I know, and I didn't. Oh, yeah, every time. and I didn't. So. Is this, are these like Midwestern seminary students you're communicating totally, with? Totally, hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah you gotta delineate the humor at all times. You have to like put Absolutely. joke in brackets after each sentence. <laughs> Be like, you know, mm -hmm. I want only green M and M's. Brackets joke. And the, you know, yeah. just so they, like, you're, you're sort of queuing up for them. Like, oh, this is the laugh track. I can, I can chuckle at this. I don't have to take it seriously. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, lesson learned, boys. Yeah. Well, lesson, I mean, with all those you're gonna be, Western millennials, lesson learned. I, you know? I, you're going to be doing more of these. So I have another uh, important question about the ethos of this conference. Um, yeah. I would like to know, in in the spirit of preachers and sneakers, what was both the footwear and the attire of the various speakers, and just sort of how would you rate how would you rate it on a on a like I don't know on an aesthetic scale? Yeah, I mean it was pretty cash. I mean altogether, because Jared C. I don't think he's ever gotten dressed up a day in his life, or maybe ironed anything a day in his life. Um, so so there's Jared C. Um, Thorny's wearing like his, like, I think he felt like he was dressed up because instead of like a, like, like a black, like band t-shirt, he was wearing like a gray polo, like with jeans and like black boots kind of a thing. And then the rest of it was just kind of, uh, you know, Juan Kwok was like, I don't know, you know, he has like this, uh, he has this vibe going. He actually qualified his sneaks at the top of his talk. And he said, Hey, I want everybody to know it looks like I'm wearing these really expensive sneaks. But he said these things were only 17 bucks. So we went through this whole thing trying to assure everybody. <laughs> trying like, to avoid please don't being on preachers and sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Dude, he's got to prove how normal he is. Like that's now, the pressure at this thing, Piper. You got to you gotta show it, your No, it totally is. Now, John O, the rumor what? Now, I was sitting next to John O and I was – as Juan was going through this, I was looking down at his kicks and I was like, dude, I don't really know a lot about those kinds of kicks, like basketball kicks. But like mm-hmm. those looked pricey to me. And then yeah. somebody else later on kind of brought up, they were like, John, like, seriously, dude, were those a lot? And he's like, okay. He goes, the question is not how much they cost, but how much I paid for them. So, dude, you might see him. You might see him pop up on on, on preaching sneaks. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, huh. he, he is the type to he, – he would love, like, a real nice pair of vintage Jordans. And so he's uh, – I could I could see I could see him making an appearance on there at some point by accident if the uh, if if he gets tracked down for sure. What uh, what were you wearing? I want to know the Ronnie aesthetic. Were there jackets involved? Perhaps I feel like that's a staple. Is the Pope Catholic Piper? No, there were no jackets, boys. So I'm just no wearing jackets? my I, I'm wearing my classic uh, I'm wearing my classic Levi's. You know. You know, kind of, you know, pearl button down with oh, Levi's. yeah, the kind of structured button down thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah with like works. just some, with just some regular Levi's, and then uh, just some some leather uh, some leather chucks, some brown leather chucks, real cash. There you go. So yeah. Cash, yeah, yeah, for sure. Normal cash, normal passes. Why, why no jacket? Just because it was yeah. July in Kansas City or wherever you were, and it's yeah, a billion I mean, degrees. Like those Levi shirts, those like those kind of westerny like denim ones. Those are kind of like jackets, so they double up. For oh, okay, me. Yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that- it's your su- it's your summer weight jacket. It's my summer jacket outfit. It's my summer non jacket jacket outfit. Yeah, dude. Now I've I've got another ethos of the conference question. Um, like, given that you guys are supposed to be quote unquote normal pastors, like how how easy was the interaction with the audience? Like, were they adequately in awe of you? Did you feel adequately like <laughs> above them, or or were, were they a little too familiar? If you know what I mean. Um. Wow, how do I answer that? Um, Just be well, honest, I mean, baby. We're all friends here. So I mean, it's it's a small it's a small conf. You know, it's yeah. it's uh, it's intentionally small, according to to Jared C. So it's small. So you're you're right up there in wait 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 face, time right? out. It's intentionally I know, Piper, small. Please lean into that. This is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This I, is like saying I'm staying home from prom because I want to. I'm, not I'm, I'm just telling you what I'm just telling you what Jared C kind of. 
I know. I'm trying to figure out how I can strategically work this into my new role as as director of for community here. So I'm supposed to grow the small group ministry. What if I just say, guys, I'm just intentionally keeping it small. Is I'm that, intentionally is that running that with, this into the ground. Is that you success? can't do that with a small group ministry? Why not? But with a conference, you're, well, because you know you. Because you're you're looking you're looking for like new people to come in and, and be a part of it and you know would it have it, worked right? when I was in publishing and I was I was marketing books and I was like you know what? we're going to intentionally keep this marketing campaign small. I mean, I, that, those words have been said to be about my albums for many years. Right. So, Which, yeah. okay, so let's run this thread out. I also I too have been told things like this about books. Which indicates that there is a uh, there's a low expectation on turnout. Let's say for for sales, could there possibly have been low expectations on turnout for sales uh, for for tickets of this conference? Yeah, for sure. So here's the deal, right? Because we don't have any A listers, I think it's just you don't expect like an A list turnout because we have no we have no A listers. So that it's just what it is. So you got you got a couple of D listers like me. Um, and then, you know, you get up as high as Jared C, who's a B lister. And what do you do with all those non A listers? Well, you get, you get a non A lister turnout, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that's, that's true, baby. What's the, what's the cover price for these tickets? What are we looking at, man, to get in the door for normal normal pastors? I'm not really sure. Um, under 50 bucks, I think. Baby, did you ever go to this conf as an attendee? No, I never did. I never been to it. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's like. It's like Kansas City, so it'd be a bit of a hike for me. You That's, know true. I mean? to, That's true. So I don't, I don't know to take a like a team out there or whatever. I mean, it, I kind of wondered why I hadn't when I was out there. Yeah, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I think my guys would have really enjoyed it because it because here's the thing: it really is low key in that sense. You know, mm-hmm. to where like everybody's been to all those bigger or those mid size or those gargantuan conferences where you just feel like you literally just feel like lost. Yeah. And um, this was way more like you could hang out. I mean, I was praying with a bunch of dudes after the, the sessions. I mean, it was, it was like for that, it was really, really cool. Um, nice. You had like that, that connection. A lot of rant fans there for sure. So nice. I got a lot of guys that are fans of the program. And uh, so for that, it was just it was like super fun because it was so low key. Um, yeah. So it was it was good for that. And everybody there's no attitudes. It, everybody was just it just it was uh, it was light, you know. So there's just it, it was that kind of vibe. So it was cool. Really Joe didn't have an attitude. I feel like he usually I mean, might besides have an Joe. Attitude. Okay. Besides Joe. And then Jared C got super offended by me because he he gave me sort of this gift bag and mm-hmm. like I don't know. I come from the school that says, "Man, you got to play things cool." Um, like I don't just like, he doesn't hand me the gift bag and then like a minute later I'm already inside it. So it's been like two days and he said, so man, you haven't told me about the gift bag. And I said, what, what do you mean, Jared C? And he said like, you haven't told me about what you thought about what I put in the gift bag. I said, oh, I go, dude, I haven't even opened it. He goes, you're kidding. What do you mean you haven't opened it? I said, well, like, dude, I'll probably open it when I get home. What do you, what do you, like, was I supposed to, oh. it was like kind of the awkward thing. Like I, hi, I'm, I'm uncle Jared. I gave you your gift. You were, you were supposed Maybe this to is a. It. This is a Midwesterner thing. Like we Yeah, and I so I was so sh- I was like, dude, no, of course I haven't opened it. Like you're supposed to yeah. wait, you got to play that stuff cool. And he just was so so he made jokes the rest of the time about, well, it doesn't matter, you're never going to open your bag, Ronnie. I said, "No, no, no." Dude, you're like you're I like am. Sue on Swingers. You're going to open it in 6 days. Totally, totally what, man. What what if I, what if I waited 6 years to open the gift bag? Would that be just, money? Would that I, be a money I, move? Exactly. Would that be money? How about I wait yeah. right? So I 
So, so Jared C. texted me yesterday and goes, yeah, I'm just guessing you still haven't opened your bag. And I'm like, so I literally spread out all the, all the swag from the bag. And I said, and I took a picture. And I said, baby, are we good now? I opened the bag. Are we good? Is everything good? And uh, I don't know if we're good. Yeah, that, yeah, that maybe is Maybe in the Midwest, we start like waiting for the thank you note, like the afternoon of, of Christmas. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's I, think, just, I think every place I've ever spoken that has done gift bags, which is, you know, probably half of them, they, uh, they, you know, they'll like leave it in the room or make sure you get it when you're picked up from the airport or whatever. And then they will immediately ask, like the first, the person who organized it will go, did you get the gift bag? Which could be a, hey, did we kind of, did we fulfill our, our goal of getting you this nice thing? But it feels a lot like a passive aggressive, what did you think of the gift bag? Whereas Jared C. was much more just blunt to be like, what did you think? Which I kind well, of appreciate. I kind of appreciate that versus the passive aggressive. It just kind of puts you in an awkward bags. stitch, though, doesn't it? I mean, it just kind of puts you in a thing where you're like, like, I thought it was, I, I don't know. I came from the school that says, like, you just can't look that eager, right, Pipe? Am I wrong mm. about that? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm assuming you're right about what school you came from. I'm not really sure uh, about your background in that. But I, baby, we don't play anything cool in the Midwest. We just, we just go, we go see, right into the gift. For bag. me, it's all about efficiency. I want to know which of these things I'm taking home with me, which of them I'm eating right now, and which of them I'm throwing away because yep. like, I just don't want all that extra junk. And usually, there's like tissue paper or something, and that's just a pain. So, like, I'm gonna empty that thing out and immediately sort the stuff to go. You know, no, I don't want the unsalted you know, almonds, those can go right in the trash. Uh, but I will eat the chocolate right now and I'll take, you know, take home the stuff that I'll actually keep. Boys, so, you are just like, you guys are like gift bag carnivores, man. You just don't like, correct. you don't like, you see, like you see the animal there. You don't even wait to kill it. You just grab it and start eating it. That's right. Yeah. Incredible. Raw fish. That's right. We're just we're you, eating it raw. Will you walk us through the gift bag piece by piece? I want to know, like for, again, this is normal pastures. This isn't like TGC, you don't get like an Xbox and a and a Rolex in your in your gift bag at normal pastors. But what are we looking at, man? Maybe uh, I still haven't opened. <laughs> oh, for the love! Are you kidding me? No, I did. Of course I did. You said you spread out all the swag. I did. It was so insane that I felt like I had to open that thing, throw everything down, take a picture of it, and say, "Man, are we good?" Like Jared. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm never getting invited back to this thing after a maneuver like this. I mean, man, forget the message I preach. Forget all the connections I'm like. Man, it was all about this. It was all about me failing to open this gift bag. Dude, that was I the test. That was the. That was the Godfather esque. That was like the Don Corleone move. By it was. Jared. Yeah, it was a it test. Was like you, it was like you. It was like you insulted my family. That's right. I mean, That's I'm right. literally wondering if I'm gonna live after. Yeah. Past. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was. I mean, it was nice, dude. It was really nice. It was. It was a nice gift bag. I want. I mean, I've gotten a lot of gift there. bags in my life. There were some nice. There were some nice goodies in there, right? Okay. Um, there was like you know Midwestern swag, like mugs and, and things of that nature. Yeah. There was yeah. like a nice uh, you know like a journal devotional in there. There was all kinds of great like hipster coffee in there. There was wow. uh, all kinds of like you know different kinds of candy and uh, baked goods and mm. I mean I'm even missing a few things. It was I mean it was extensive. It was a great gift bag. That's a nice sure. gift bag, baby. It was nice. Very nice. Yeah. So uh, maybe what was the Jared was C. The Jared C. Consider this the thank you note that Ronnie's not going to send you. Uh, this is him he's playing it cool. He's going to wait six years to send. Right, a thank he'll you he'll note. thank you if he gets invited back. Um, but this is this is us saying thank you on his behalf for the lovely swag bag you gave him. That's unbelievable. I'll tell you what I'm going to say right now, Jared C. If you invite me back, send the gift bag ahead of time. Believe me, I'll open it before I even fly out there. If that's how these things are supposed to roll, right? <laughs> there we go. 
I don't. I, w- I don't want to be gift bag inconsiderate. I prom. I promise. I'll do better. Dude, the gift bag like mores are just different based on where you are geographically. But you're in Midwestern. Maybe I didn't realize it was a culture. I mean, how would yeah, I? It's, know? A, it's a whole everything's culture. a culture. Absolutely. Baby, what was the airport situation? Did did somebody from the conf pick you up at the airport? Or did you have to like Uber yourself to the hotel or what? What was? What no, was they that actually like? they rented a car, man. We just got there. Nice. Yeah. And and you yeah, you man. flew uh you flew in and out of uh, Kansas City right? Uh, Kansas City, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. the nation's worst airport. Yeah, Dude, I gotta tell a, you, man. I mean, that's that, a glamorous that, city. That, that airport felt like an Eastern Bloc country. Yes, it was so <laughs> bad, man. I mean, it was it was unbelievable, man. I mean, it was all concrete and like yeah. literally like it was the tightest, smallest, most uncomfortable airport of all. Shades time. of Kiev, Ukraine. Yes. Yeah, shades of in like nineteen seventy four. Like exactly. literally, like we don't believe in restaurants or coffee shops or any of that. Oh, we need no. those modern conveniences of this airport. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how Jared C flies in and out of there all the time because he is flying in and out of there all the time. Mm. Maybe that's Dude. why. Maybe that's why he just sort of seems glum sometimes. Like it's, his travel experience is just not very luxurious. Now, you know what's what? Jared's, what's Jared's travel schedule like compared to yours? Who travels more? Oh, dude. I mean, he travels probably like. Ten times as much as I do. Yeah, dude, no way. That's no, not humanly that's possible. False. You, you, you're gone from home seventy percent of the time, Ron. I am not gone from, but I'm not doing what he's doing. I'm doing a bunch of other stuff. But it's like that dude. That that <laughs> dude's gone all involves the time. Travel. Yeah, I mean, I'm not on. A, I'm certainly not on a plane as much as he is. That dude is. That dude like kind of lives at that airport, is what it sounds like. So that's true. Just, he, he does more international travel. Like he's in Australia twice a year or something like that, and just different that different things is, like that. I mean, that dude is speaking at somebody else's church or at like a men's retreat or a conference at least like two to three times a month, man. He's really busy. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Dude, Jared, yeah, I mean, that's not, even, that's not even close to what I do. You know what yeah. I mean? All right, so. I, I have one more question about the conference. We kind of discussed the, the quote unquote intentionally small, okay, whatever. But uh, I want to know what, what is the, what's the general makeup and ethos of the attendees aside from having great taste in podcasts? Yeah, it was uh, it was basically it looked like uh, primarily, uh, you know, men between the ages of like 35 and 50, you know, most of them with like bringing church staff or like their sons or something of that nature. Like so just that, sort of normal center cut Midwesterners, are they like hipsters, bearded lumberjacky types? Like what are we what are we picturing? I here? mean one or one or two bearded lumberjacks, I would say mainly just uh-huh. real just kind of nondescript. Yeah. Just I wait for it no, normal pastors. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Mm. Boom. They live up to their brand. They lived they they do, man. I mean, you know. Dude, now was there like a was was there a, a sort of narthex area with uh, like vendors? Was this like uh, the kind of thing where, you know, the Christian publishers are there with their booth? Was it that kind of deal? Yeah, there was a, there was a couple of vendors. Um, you know, I think Midwestern was one of the sponsors. CSB Bible okay. sponsored it. So there was a few vendors, but nothing nothing was over the top. Yeah, mm. so it was low key. Now, had all the big uh, like Josh Harris news broken before this, or was that after? Um, it was before, so we had, um, we had, you know, we had a quite a few, quite a few convos in the green room amongst, yeah. amongst the normal pastors about what was going down with all that stuff, you know? So, and I brought up a lot of other stuff just to see like kind of to, just to kind of add some, you know, 
just just to add a little little color into the room, you know, brought up some Drisky stuff and just, you know, wanted, there you wanted, go. To see, wanted to see how everybody like responded to some of these things. And so, yeah, we we chatted. We chatted about. Dude, some now, of that. how are those guys like Piper and I chatted about this on the on the last episode that dropped sometime this week. But um, how, how are those guys on the whole like reformed fame thing? Um, are they like cautionary about it or cavalier about it? Like like 10 years ago in a green room. Everybody's like 29 to 33. They're dreaming their big dreams. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, reform them's going to get huge. Like what's the, what, what's the green room fame vibe in 2019? I'm guessing it's more cautionary just because of the like beatings that young reform them has taken of late. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think so. Cause I like? think, no, I mean, it's a good question Chi, because yeah. I think, um, I think the way even everybody talks about this stuff is, Dude, I got a guard against this. I got a guard against that. I just I don't want yeah. that. I don't want to be. I don't want. I don't want that to be like my life in five years. And I think it's a, a little bit more like with the vibe I get now is more of instead of like, instead of like thinking I want to conquer the world. It's like where can I find like my small like niche? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like Thorny has this kind of the sixteen eighty nine. You know, is this podcast? He's expanded his conference out. They're doing like three locations over the next year. And so it's like he kind of has this 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 niche now that he's, you know, he's just, you know, he's speaking into a particular audience that likes what he does. So it's a little more like, hey, I want to be I want to be a little bit more. Um, I, w- I want to I'm looking to be a little more creative. I'm looking to be a little more sort of, you know, kind of honed into the thing that interests me rather than thinking I need to go global on all this stuff. So I don't know. There's more of that kind of a thing. That was the vibe I got more than anything else. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's kind of like we're doing a little bit. You know what I mean? Like we're just yeah, yeah. We're just kind of doing the things that we enjoy doing. Nobody has any like illusions that this thing's going to go. Like, I mean, you know, like, yeah. except for when we're off the air and we're talking about what we really want this program to do. But like real oh, global right now, world world domination. You know, correct. I mean, but absolutely. but you know on the air trying to be humble trying to keep it you that's know, right the best you know we, absolutely we, uh, you know we just want to do what we want to do and uh, you know careful have, careful Ronnie I mean, our, our facade is showing I know I'm trying I'm just trying to be vulnerable pipe so Dude, now big R what are the odds that pipe now that pipe is in ministry could he finagle his way onto the onto the stage at normal pastors next year well it's not normal directors conference um, oh wow. Boy, did I ever wade right into that one? Yep, my you, goodness. You put me right on a tee so I could get hit with a bat. I did. Thank you. That was lovely. I did. Pipe, I'm uh, totally kidding, man. I think you're in, man. I think you're totally in. Uh, so. I don't I don't know. I think I think Jared might hold him up. Sorry, there's a loud motorcycle outside. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard that. It was really loud. <laughs> I did. Um, I, I think Jared might hold a little bit of a grudge at me for perpetually bringing up as bringing him up as the butt of jokes on this particular podcast. So we are we are friends and we really enjoy each other's company. But I don't know if he let me speak there. I don't know if that's true. Let me guys let me tell you a little fun fact about the whole Wilson family, right? So Becky yeah. Wilson, his wife, is the money. She's the bomb. I mean, she so is. we. We finished three days with the Wilsons, and she's like already saying, "Hey, ma'am, we all got to do like a European like cruise together. Like we're, mm. we're practically already like living at the Wilson household like full time <laughs> by the time we leave there, right?" Jared C. I mean, T. Jared C.'s a little more like the guy, not in the PG movie, but the PG thirteen movie. Where you're not really sure mm. quite where he's at. He's <laughs> holding it a little close to the vest, like he's laughing at a lot of the jokes. You yeah. know, like he gets the joke. He's kind of playing it a little quiet, a little cool. Again, I yep. think he's 
I think he's trying to hold back his anger the whole time because I haven't, you know, opened the gift bag. And he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at that point, he's scared what's going to happen. And this guy's not even opening it. What's going to happen when he does right. open it? I built this right. thing up. Nothing's going to live up to the hype that I put put into this gift bag, right? Exactly. And um, so, so, I mean, so there's this thing where they, they, I get the sense that they really dig, they really love the podcast. Becky loves the podcast. Dude, oh, like, I mean, dude. definitely. She, she definitely does. She, uh, so I was there. So when I when I worked for B and H Publishers, uh, I was out there for a conference doing like sponsorship stuff, and they had they had a get together at their house for some different people from the conference, and it was it was like a month after we had done the episode. I think we were comparing pastors to to uh, candy bars. Mm-hmm. She had an entire jar of king size whatchamacallits with a little oh. happy rant placard in front of it, like sort of in honor of. So I mean, that's what I'm talking like, about. We're, we're talking about yeah. like a, a genuine, true listener fan. That's yeah. decadence. I like that. I like that level of fawning. That that's <laughs> um, to me. That's that's why you do this. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's why big R, this big M, that. I mean, it was like mm. it was. It felt like I was doing a happy rant podcast the whole time I was at the Wilsons. So. Dude, now did Big M hit it off with Beck? Oh, dude, yeah, it was insane. I mean, it was mm-hmm. literally like, you know, we should plan a trip to like Palm Springs for five days. We should do facials. Yeah. To, why don't you fly well, out and do facials together next week? I mean, it was like it was like did that. You, kind did you of get normal pastor stuff? Yeah, I got in a couple facials with cool. me and Jeremy. That was good. Yeah, facials and European vacations, as 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 normal pastors do, Piper. You know, this is what the church was built on. Um, but then I don't know if you guys saw, but um, you know, Darren Patrick kind of had a little back and forth about how he. He wasn't really di- he wasn't really agreeing with the premise behind normal pastors and the way that we as Americans were defining normal pastors. Dude, so. he's probably right, but you know, <laughs> still, I don't know. I mean, you know, at the, at the end yeah, of the day, I love it. probably. I, I love it. You got to go contrarian as quickly as you can. No, nah, I mean, you know, I, I saw I saw his little jab, and I mean, look, jabs like that. I mean, it's it's clear, like, you know, I'm I'm mad. I wasn't a plenary speaker myself, so I'm gonna throw a little shade at this conference. But uh, but but yeah. I mean, he, he made I'm a good point. I'll, I'll be doing a plenary at T4G next year, but I'm mad that I'm not at this conference. Exactly. I want all the plenaries. I want all my plenaries and yours too. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Wait, what did, so what did Darren say? Wasn't it like uh, normal pastors are are all like bivocational and make no money and don't have time for any yes. this conference stuff? Something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, and then Jared was just like, "What?" <laughs> essentially, Jared, essentially, Jared tweeted back, "What?" Like W um, W U T. What? Yeah, what with like a bunch of question marks, and so then he starts vamping back and forth with one of the guys, and at some point he's like, "Okay, I, I guess I sorry, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to say all this about you guys, you know." Dude, DP's so. getting kind of jacked now, man. He's been in the gym, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Dude homeboy's been—he's been benching. He's been doing some back squats. I can tell, man. He's—it's—it's—it's yeah, it's, it's scaring me. If I'm being honest, man. Dude, now normal pastors comp. How many of those guys were jacked? Because like, doing the jacked kind of steroidal like leadership guys kind of a thing now. Like, Dude, there were no jacked dudes. I don't think Jared C would. I don't think he'd book a jacked dude. You dude, know no I mean? like leadership slime ball dudes either. Oh, dude, no. I mean, this no, just, not no, those guys. there's just no room for that, man. There's just okay. no room. John, yeah. John O is a—he's uh, like he's a. I think he probably considers himself an athlete, but he's like 35, so that means he's a former athlete. Uh, but he was a basketball player, and still, you know, he he's he looks fit, looks athletic. But he's, he's fit, but he's slender. He's not right. jacked. He's not. A, he's not a jack dude. He just looks. He looks like he looks he really. Could, fit, he looks like he could sure. still hold his own in a pickup game. Yeah, interesting. We may have to sign him, Piper, for when we go play. Uh, yeah, that's whatever true. School 
playing. Wait, aren't we playing Jared C. School? Uh, Who are we playing? Yeah, the the affiliated undergrad, Spurgeon's College, Spurgeon, Spurgeon College, College, that's College right. of Spurgeon, that's right. Bearded Warriors, yeah. whatever they are. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Well, boys, we have uh, we've done what we always do on this program, um, in that we've wandered to and fro throughout one topic, um, <laughs> drained it of thing. all of its life. Yeah, it drained it of all of its life. We 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 really talked about it depth, longer man. than the conference even lasted we went through the we really like rifled through the gift bag of this conference and, <laughs> and you know we evaluated all of it we uh we threw some out we kept some we thanked adjuracy um excited that their family are, are big fans of the show looking looking forward to that european trip we're all going to take together um which i've invited myself on now so uh so yeah um exciting times baby it's nice to have you out there kind of being the being the hands and feet of the happy rent as it representation you know? do you appreciate yeah. that are you Dude, guys going to send me a gift bag for, for you're having You're pounding the pavement, that? man. You're hitting the road. You're the road warrior. You're Ronnie Tarmac. Send me, gift, send me a gift bag that I don't have to open. Please. That's right. I just want a gift bag that I don't have to open. I'm going to send it to you, and I'm going to expect you to open it in six years. All the stuff's going to be, like, <laughs> worn out and, and, and spoiled. And so, like, a nope. time capsule. I like all my <laughs> gift bags to be time capsules. Exactly. Dude, you're just getting around to the gift bags you got at conferences in, like, 2004. So Correct. Just yeah. getting around to them. Just gift that keeps on giving. All those conferences. Correct. Uh, baby, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. Good to have you back. And uh, until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to resonaterecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast.